Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. This podcast is bringing the art of conversation, self-love, self-care, mental health care and protection, life lessons, love lessons, and everything Everything in between. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about manifesting your destiny through goal setting. All right, all right. I'm Lady Bounce. And I am A Slate. Okay, so we talked before about setting goals for the new year. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to make a concrete plan. Yeah, we're supposed to do our vision boards. Yes, on, and on I goals. did not. I'm slacking. I did mine. It's a little messy, but I get it. It's in my head, it. but it ain't on the board. Need to be on the board so you can see it. I know. Right? Yeah. It's going to yeah. be on the board. Like I, I got a vacation coming up. This, this two-week winter break. Sweet. I have some work to do. And mm-hmm. when I finish my work, I plan to do my self-work Yes. in my goal board. Love it. It's going to be done. Yeah. And then I'm going to come over to your house and help you organize. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a happy. major goal that might take all of 2020. But, <laughs> but, but every goal starts with a plan, a plan. Mm-hmm. and a step. So yeah. the plan is I'm going to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to come help you as best I can. And I'm going to help myself. And that will help you too by at least starting to how about organize. maybe you just sit down and get out my way yeah. and you can watch that, and that then sound, you can it, learn. it sounds like a plan but not really a goal no, the goal I is want, to be um, as active in in my recovery <laughs> but you can be you can be um what is it um you can be the foreman and i'll be the construction worker okay so you sit have some tea put your feet up and you can direct yeah. me on where to move. Yeah, not going to work. Not going <laughs> to work. I've never been a good director or conductor. <laughs> I want to do the work. I no, do the you're work. not going to do the work. I'm going to help you. So so what's been going on since then? Okay, I did my um, board. And um, yeah, I'm going to show my little board, um, which is messy and fun. But yeah, so my goals are very simple. Taking time. <laughs> yes. Stay entertained and informed. Focusing. Become a priority. Taking care of someone else means taking care of me too. Mm-hmm. I want to move with all five of my babies that will be here now. With five babies and pay no rent. I want to pay a mortgage. I want to be more healthy. It. Right. I want to be more healthy, which means something simple. Drink more water. I like it. Really simple. Um, I'm th- my babies learn, grow, and thrive. Um, I got Pinocchio here. Why? Because I always know when I should seek help. I am seeking help and asking my sister, please come help me organize. Or if mentally I'm not in a good place, seek help. I'm not handling this well, whatever it may be. Some of my goals are dreaming big right here, and they're all right here. One of the big things for me is school. So, um, I took some clips from papers. Thanks to mom's new book, this three-year-old boy is reading on a third grade level. Things like that. Keep your dreams in alignment with your goals. And we have the Dayton Metro Library there and Inspire. So most of my goals are geared towards the one goal right here, which is success. Whatever success is to you, (laughs) that's what goals should be for to help you be successful. So now I just have to look at each of those things and kind of break them down into pieces like for example being healthy for me i broke it down in a way that makes it easy to drink water i like that drink more water i know i need to drink more water i am i'm working on it Mm -hmm. i could do better but i guess where i need to drink more water i'm not drinking anything 
Uh-uh. So it's not like I'm drinking a lot of pop instead mm-hmm. of drinking water or drinking coffee or drinking something else drink instead of drinking water. water. Drink I'm just not drinking anything. So you're I not just, hydrated. Right. Like, I just be like, I'm not thirsty. Mm. I'm well, you're not right supposed now. to ever be thirsty. Stay hungry, never thirsty, as my mentor said. Right. But yeah, but yeah you got and to And I hydrate. think a, a lot of it, though, is um, because of my day job as a teacher, yeah. drinking a lot means a lot of trips to the restroom. I don't have time. So I kind of like convince myself I'm not thirsty or I don't need to hydrate because mm-hmm. I don't know when I'm going to get that next bathroom yeah. break. It makes sense. And uh, you just got some good genes because your skin looks amazing Thank to you. not hydrate enough. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. So, um, okay. What, what's another thing? Like you were telling me to become the foreman. Be the foreman. Yes, and, and be the foreman. Me. And I said, no, thank you. I want to do the work. So one of the things I learned in, in accomplishing goals is taking a good role, like taking some initiative, being accountable for, for what you want to achieve, which means some kind of leadership, right? Right. So um, over the weekend, this past weekend, you and your husband, yeah. Mr. Picky Fence, Mr. J. Webb, yes. <laughs> you went to a seminar on leadership called... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it, was, it was sponsored by uh Bobby Tyree Watkins, okay. whose whose uh business is but she didn't quit and but he yeah. didn't quit. Love so it. she put together this leadership conference. Mm-hmm. It was a two day conference. Um on we missed Friday, but Friday was all about the youth. So she had the yeah. youth separated in groups and they were learning different things. And then on Saturday she had um a relationship panel a parenting panel, and a marriage panel. And nice. Jay and I sat on the marriage panel. Great, because you could have sat on either one of those panels. Right. <laughs> and, so, and that's what I told I'm like, I'm willing, I'm always willing to to help support, and I believe, in, you know, support those that support you. Mm-hmm. Bobby and I have, have been friends for a really long time. She actually won one of she our won, contests. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, a few months ago. And she got her award at the Wiz. Um, so, yeah, so I've known her for a while. I went to school with her sister, worked with her sister. You know, so we traveled in the same circles a lot, but never had an opportunity to work together until okay. now. So when she was like, hey, I'm throwing this conference. Would you mind being a part of it? And I was like, absolutely. I was like, where yeah. you? I said, this is what I can do. This is what I can talk about. You put me where you want me. Right. And she was like, wow, you could do all this. I'm like, hey, I'm willing you put me wherever. So what what were some of the things that you discussed or some some takeaways that you, that you left there for them on, on leadership? Um, so so your role was as a as a wife. We, right. We okay. did uh we did the the uh, the marriage panel. It were it was two other couples, no, three other couples, us and then a wife whose husband couldn't make it. Okay. So um, to get us started, I just threw out a question. I said, you know, a lot of times, you know, we have conflict in marriages you know we were raised differently so let's start with talking about like you know telling the audience how do you resolve conflicts in your marriage i'm saying this is a question for the husband and the wife okay because the way i deal with conflict and the way jay deals with conflict with me they're different so if the goal is no drama and peace in the marriage what would we do right so um there were the you know some of the couples there were were very um involved in you know in their in their churches and religion and bible study so they were able to share tips from a biblical standpoint using Uh scripture and stuff like that and 
Jay and I are more spiritual. Uh-huh. So we were able to come with the spiritual answer of how we deal with each other as it relates to conflict. I mean, we've been married for 20 years. Uh-huh. So to say that we haven't had conflict would be like a total a lie. lie. <laughs> and we have children in between. So that would be a lie. Okay. And I don't believe in lying. So love it. So we were able to, you know, talk about, you know, how we we go into separate spaces and how we um one of the things that I that I can say that we've always done really well is one, we've never argued in front of the children except maybe once or twice. I mean, it happens, but typically we don't argue in front of them because they okay. learn conflict resolution by looking at us. Exactly, exactly. And then um We've been to therapy, which we're not ashamed to say, which we said that there. I said, I'm not right. I am not above going to therapy or marriage counseling. I believe marriage counseling has strengthened our marriage because one of the big things we learned in therapy was how to fight fair. Okay. So we learned about the eight rules for fighting fair. There what, are, what's a couple of those? How, there how are, do you fight fair? Ooh. <laughs> no, look. Look here. One of the ways that you fight fair you you establish like there are, it's just like a set of ground rules. Mm-hmm. No name calling, simple. Yeah. No profanity. Okay. No talking about the other one's families. Your mama did, your daddy okay. dad, your auntie. So we don't have plan it does. Right. That don't have nothing to do with what we talking about. So this sounds like no below the belt. This is yes. The biggest takeaway that that I love, um, well, there's two from fighting fair, is one no gunny sacking. What? Gunny sack. You ever you think about a little kid that's about to run away? You remember the old school cartoons? Okay. And you pack up this bag with some canned goods oh, yeah, and some yeah, candies yeah, yeah, yeah. and a okay. couple of outfits and you walk and it out the out. door. Yeah. You out. And then you come back. Okay. Gunny sacking is bringing up old stuff. Ooh. So if we sitting here and we arguing because you didn't pay that bill and the DP now got cut off. This is what we're arguing about. We are talking about the bill and the fact that you didn't pay, you forgot. So it's staying in the now. Right. Okay. So staying in the now. I can't be talking about that one time you forgot to put gas in the car and you didn't put air in the tire. I don't have nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. And they call it gunny sack. It's called gunny sack. Okay. Right. I didn't know that either. Okay. And then um, one of the things that, that we do a lot of that I, I really, really love is we table it. If you are too emotional to talk about it, to discuss it, to even argue about it in a polite way, then you have the right when you feel yourself reaching there mm-hmm. to say, hey, I'm tapping out. Mm-hmm. We're going to table this. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the kicker to tabling it. If you table it, you have the right and the responsibility to pick up that discussion, that argument, that whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and resolve it. So if you and I argue and I mm-hmm. say, looks like I can't talk about this no more. I'm done with it. Okay. You you say, okay, cool. We done with it. Then that means for me, I have to come to you and say, you know, when I'm calm or level-headed, hey, do you remember when we was arguing last Tuesday and we were talking about this? Yeah. We need Let's to resolve the issue. It. Let's okay. go ahead and talk about it. Let's go ahead and, and, and fix it. Because a lot of times we argue with people and we have conflict and we leave it. And that's where gunny sacking comes in mm-hmm. because you left this argument on the table that never, ever got resolved. So the right. next time you get ticked off, that's the first thing you go pick up. So how can we take some of these, some of these, what was it, eight? eight? Yeah, there's like eight. eight how, basic how, rules can we, how can fair. we do those eight basic rules for fighting fair? How can we apply those to our own goal setting outside of our relationship? How about our own personal goal setting? Because I can definitely see how we could use tabling 
yes. for women setting our goals. Say, for example, me wanting to move with five kids to um, a home that I'm purchasing. Right. And I go look for a house, look for a house and get no, 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 no. Let's table it. Mm-hmm. Rethink this approach. Right. Maybe play with some credit some more. Maybe go ahead and think of a different location and then pick it back up and go to it. So I can see how we can use tabling it. But mm-hmm. but what are some of the other the other tools well, that you think we could use? And in, in, in terms of like, you know, gunny sacking. Uh-huh. If you looked at these five houses and it didn't work, don't go back to those five houses. Uh-huh. Let's go look for some new houses. Uh-huh. Let's go look for okay. maybe... Maybe we need a different realtor. Okay. Maybe we need a different consultant. And like you say, play around with some credit or play around with some money. I like this. And move like stuff this. around or whatever. And, you know, in terms of like your goal of looking for a house, don't bring your family into it. Yeah. Now, now, your family can give you sound advice. Mm-hmm. They can give you their ideas and their tips and strategies. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, when it comes to anything that you even ask them for advice for, you have to live in it. That's right. You have to live this in that decision. decision. Yeah. So even in terms of bringing in other people, you need to bring in the right people mm-hmm. as opposed to just open-endedly Mm-hmm. making it for like you know like making it a blanket thing for everybody to feel right. like they have an opinion or a chance an opportunity to weigh in and i think too where you said the no name calling don't be oh i'm stupid for this oh i'm doing no or, oh i failed at this i'm not so no name calling when you set in your goals don't go beating yourself up about Absolutely it if it doesn't not. work then and then that, there was another one you had said no um you said no name calling and then the other one was um like no profanity no, no profanity uh, yeah come come on we yeah. keep it clean and uh yeah do our research we can use more words yes but the other one was um no name phoning uh profanity and then the mama the mama no mama jokes are yeah that no playing the dozens no no playing the dozens and in that in that sense i'm gonna i'm gonna twist that a little bit don't compare no yourself um don't compare yourself to somebody else like say for example if i want to um to, to get that house. I'm not going to say, hey, because my best friend just, her and um, my uncle are so beautiful. <laughs> They're going to get married soon. She told me that was going to happen when she was 16. Aww. And now she is 122. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and she's expecting to um but they just bought their first house that they're, yeah. they're buying together and the pretty pricey house beautiful house a beautiful neighborhood and i'm not going to say hey that's that's going to be the kind of house i'm getting i'm not going to compare Mm-mm. my um process to their process because that can really really throw you off track of mm-hmm. accomplishing some goals and that that goes into the same realm of like keeping up with the joneses yeah you gotta do you yeah and do not do what i did when you setting your goals if one of your goals is cleaning up your credit okay i'm gonna throw this out here i filed bankruptcy um earlier in the year and i'm not ashamed to admit it it's the mm-hmm. best thing i ever did in my life now what was the worst thing was not understanding the knowledge of money right and i went and got the credit cards mm-hmm. and they said they were going to help me build and reestablish credit right until my hours at work were decreased and i couldn't keep right. up with the pace so now I got these people in my head like, hello, 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 hello. Like what? So now I have to fix right. that so that my credit is good. So don't jump into nothing um, without doing your research first. Either, Absolutely. Because it can set you further back than you were before. Mm-hmm. And from my understanding, um, if you don't learn a lesson the first time, you got to repeat it. <laughs> and that, But that's a, even even having to repeat a lesson 
maybe it wasn't your time to learn it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so don't think of it in terms of, and not that you are, but don't think of it in terms of a, of a mistake. Maybe at the time you tried to learn it, it wasn't your time. You weren't supposed to get it right now. Right. You know, right. like there's those sayings that, you know, your gift will make room for you. And yeah. what is for you is yeah. for you and everything in God's time. So just, yeah, that, yeah, that, that so. sounds like set some realistic timelines for, for your goal setting. Yeah. Um, don't think it's going to happen overnight. And speaking of that, I want to share yes. my scribe coaches, um, inscribe me 30 day planner I time like to manifest it. Inscribe, plan and implement. And you can purchase this on um, Amazon and Barnes and Noble and all these fancy book places. She's on Facebook as Penda Lynn. I think it's P. Lynn on Facebook. P. Lynn James. James. P. Lynn James. P-L-Y-N-N James. Now, this says on the back, it has choose one realistic short term goal and make it happen. One goal, 30 days. Are you ready? How to use the planner. You empty it out, which means inscribe your ideas, affirmations, and action steps. Right. Two, identify and combat barriers. Know what you're up against. Get it. Create a plan. There you go with that plan and break through them. Three, build your <laughs> unpluckable faith community. You got to have a team of people like my sister is willing to come and help me get that basement together and get organized and whatever. And she's going to be real with me and not let me sit on my butt and just watch things happen. And four, walk into the goal. Implement your action steps and be consistent and reward yourself for small successes. So during this two-week break, that's the Inscribe Me 30-Day Planner by P. Lynn James. Um, Check that out to help you get your goals going. When you were saying that, I just thought about something. So here's, here's the goal. The goal is to get you semi-organized yes so we because can get to that so part. because That's we want to make part. it realistic i don't want to be like oh we're gonna organize your whole house girl you're gonna be looking like open when we done when she did that good whole night uh-uh. no good night it's not gonna happen so here's what or we're gonna like do. the minimalist on the TEDx thing we're going to get you semi-organized uh-huh. and then to reward ourselves we're going to Let's go to for ice cream and cookies i can't i can't why we can, we can do it in january no sugar for me right now girl bye i'm fasting the baby wants cookies. No, not the baby can't have them to Jamie. Baby I'm wants fasting. cookies. Baby wants ice baby cream. Loves cookies. And her auntie, and her auntie Bounce, is how going to about, give her. How about, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. How about our her, treat be that? that Can I still do the massages? Because we, we yes. had That was a great time. When Absolutely. We and pregnancy massage is probably fantastic. Never ever right had now. one pregnant. Oh, my God. Which I did just find one of my um, <gasps> massage um, gift cards that I was gifted by an, an event I did. But. Regift it. <laughs> well, you could regift that one, but yeah. we'll go back to our special place. Yes, because she was you. so amazing. She was. Like I was on cloud nine. So another goal for yes. ourselves is high five, high five, getting a great massage. Yes, <laughs> I like that. So okay, so I'll take it back. No ice cream and cookies. Sorry, mm, baby. It's okay, baby. Auntie. Try your mommy's. Yes. But so so we're just throwing out some ideas here um, to help you accomplish your goals as we attempt to do this. Well, as we do the same, we are going to do we're going to do the same, because um, one thing that I've been learning uh, with with Bishop Joel often is we do not want to go into ruin in 2020. No. So we're going to dump some things, clear some things, get rid of some things and walk in fresh and new and ready to uh, to to continue to be great. 
um, we're not setting no crazy, silly, no. sue me resolutions about, oh, I'm going to do this next year. I'm going to lose 200 pounds. One of the funniest memes I've seen on Facebook is something that says something like, last year I didn't get a chance to lose 200 pounds. Um, so in 2020, I'm not going to get a chance then either. Right. <laughs> Be realistic. You're probably not going to do it if you haven't done it already. Um, the, yeah. I think the, the biggest goal, and, and as, down, as you were talking about, it just, it sparked this thought because, you know, listening to you, it sparks thought because you're amazing. Oh, you're so the biggest goal, I want you mm-hmm. and me and our listeners okay. to, Forgive yourself. Ah, can everybody? I want you to, and I'm going to make it specific. I want you to forgive yourself for the things you think you did wrong in 2019. The things you think you could have done better. Your shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Forgive yourself. How about since we talk about self care? This see, see, this how this thing works. See, we're vibing. (laughs) How about? Forget your vision goal board. That, that may take too much time. Forget it. How about the goal be forgiving yourself daily? I like for thirty that. days. I like that. You can forgive yourself for thirty days daily, and actually, I mean, whatever it is, instantaneously. Say you didn't pick the baby up on time. I forgive myself for not picking the baby up on time. Somebody teed you off at work. You didn't compose yourself well enough. You went off. I forgive myself for flying off the handle. Forgive I forgive yourself. myself for being human. I forgive myself for being a superhero. Right. <laughs> Whatever it may be. <laughs> forgive like yourself that. daily and do let us know how it's going. Yes, and please. let's all check in in 30 days yes. from today is the 18th. Yes. So I, I, I definitely believe in. And putting it out there, putting it out there for your tribe or your village to hold you accountable. Yes, that's that unpluckable faith community. Absolutely. You have to have, find your tribe. You have to know your village. You you have to, and, and don't get what I've heard it called as, um, I think this Miss Valerie Coleman said, don't choose your amen corner. Who's always going to say, yeah, you're doing great. You're doing it. Yes. That's not going to work. Get somebody no. that's going to be realistic and tell you, no, you messed up and you right. was dead wrong. Get so, those people in your corner. Two schools of thought with that. Do you know when you go to a wedding, you sign the guest book? Mm-hmm. Most of us think, oh, we're signing this guest book just to say we were here. Mm-hmm. No. Right. That is not true. Right. You are signing that guest book to say you support, to say you support this marriage. Mm-hmm. You are in favor of this marriage and that if something goes awry, you are a part of the village that that couple is supposed to be able to reach back for to remind them of this day, of the vows, of marriage and love and to support it. I'm never signing a book again. It's too much responsibility. I'm kidding. (laughs) But the the original thought for the guest book was about having people around you to hold you up and hold you accountable. So that's why it's a very, you know, they talk about weddings and, and marriage being a very sacred thing. Yeah. Now we just invite people because we want gifts. But if we want to really, really you be want a gift of sincere support and truth. Exactly. Yeah. Because when I think about like our wedding was very small mm-hmm. in terms of, of guests and the people who stood up for us on both sides. So we didn't have this big 20 people on my side and 20. There was two 
three on his side. There were three on my side. And then we had a um, ring bearer and flower girls from both sides of our family. Yeah. It was very intimate. And it wasn't, you know, it was on purpose. Because when I thought about building my tribe and building my village of people that were going to support my marriage, I didn't want, oh, yeah, we went to grade school together. I'm going to invite you to my wedding. Nah. I wanted genuine people. And so fast forward 20 years, most of the people that were at our wedding, if I'm not in direct contact with Mm -hmm. them, I know how to get in contact with them if I should need them. You you definitely need that, especially when you're thinking career, when you're thinking family, when you're thinking the what your own well-being and personal development and growth you definitely need somebody around to support not help or hinder you to support you right. i was talking to one of my cousins today and i was like honey i, I can't help you and i, I meant it i meant it i can support <laughs> you but i can't help you because i've learned from experience help to be a hindrance in most cases especially mm-hmm. when you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over again i'm right. clearly not helping you if right. I have to keep coming back and sit you in this thing. For example, when you come to support me in this basement thing, if next week or next month it's like that again, then it's too bad. That's my thing. So <laughs> I'm going to wrap this thing up and okay. then we're going to do our self-care, our mindfulness minute and our brain science because these goals can get heavy and lengthy and wordy. <laughs> but like one of the um, our self-care for this week is going to be we all have a story to tell. You know, and one of the most cathartic things you can do is get it out. Who better to tell your story than you? I know sometimes it's hard to get goals set because you got so much on the inside that's Uh probably blocking you, stopping you, or maybe even fueling you. So go ahead and take some time and write your memoir. Don't worry about editing, spell checking, or having all the fine details done because you can keep that book just for yourself as a reminder to to keep going and know what you've gotten through and how you can um, continue to go. Reflect on your past and it will make you appreciate what's to come. If you are very ambitious, try writing your family history. (laughs) Whatever floats your boat. You don't have to show it to anyone else if you don't want to. Write your memoir. This is your self-care. As you do your 30 days of forgiveness of yourself, you can also be writing your memoir. I'm I'm pretty sure it'll change the um, beginning of your new story. Um, And our mindfulness minute is ready for change. (laughs) I am willing to let go of something in order to gain something. I surrender the darker side of my own nature in order to welcome the light now arriving. Be prepared for better to come. Be ready for change. Things are not going to stay the same. And if they do, was that Sarah Jane will be a dull and boring girl or something they used Mm -hmm. to say? (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Um, are you ready to give up that pessimistic slant of mind, that gloomy disposition, or that dull lethargy? It is perfectly possible to change aspects of our personalities that may have been in place for decades, but we first have to be willing to not be the foreman and to get up and do the work, to say yes to the possibility of change. For your meditation today, look for mental complaints that may arise. Take the complaint and rephrase it so that it becomes a word of thanks. This may feel odd at first. Perhaps just resolve to not complain about a single thing. This one practice will make a big difference in your life. So our mindfulness minute is be ready for change. Let go of something, especially negative attitudes and feelings, and be ready 
for um, gaining something more. So that is our self-care and our mindfulness minute. And you have your Inscribe Me journal ready to be ordered. And now we're going to go on over swiftly to our brain science. All right. So you did the mindfulness minute talking about change. You did the self-care assignment saying write your memoir. So our capacity to move forward as development beings rests on a healthy relationship with the past. Psychotherapy, which is a widespread method for promoting mental health, relies heavily on memory and the ability to retrieve and organize images and events from our personal past. We learn not only to tell our personal stories, but to listen to what our stories tell us. Yes. So to write that first draft and return for a second draft, we are doing the work of memory. What? (laughs) So... This is a few reasons why writing can help your brain and your spirit. One, it can create order out of chaos. Just the act of organizing your past into a system, whether chronological or otherwise, can help you see your life in a different way. And according to neuroscientists, can even change your brain's organic structure. Beyond catharsis. Yes, getting it all out can be helpful. But careful editing after your catharsis can help you to determine what is really most important for you to impart to others. Take out the fluffing stuff. stuff. Hit it and quit it. An overview of your accomplishments. Give yourself a hand. You've probably accomplished more than you think you have. And those accomplishments are more than just what you've owned or achieved, but who you've become. Gratitude for what you have. Your life isn't just hardships and challenges. It's the luck you found and the blessings you've received. And realizing that sometimes they are one and the same. Mm -hmm. Writing and organizing your thoughts can keep your mind sharp. It can also identify your strengths. Mm -hmm. Looking at the past can remind us of how tough we must be. Because, hey, we still here. Motivation for your future. Looking back helps you realize that you have what you haven't done and what priorities you have moving forward. And last but not least, release valve. For years, I kept junk journals in which I would get out all of my frustrations and all my angers so I could face my day in peace. They were never meant for the public. They were not, and some of them are still not. But they serve their purpose. Just the act of writing, not the words I wrote. Mm-hmm. Help me get through many tough times. That's right, so that's right, that's right. that last part, that was that I had to put my spin on it. <laughs> I got. I had to write that I, I, that's that's how we're supposed to do it. That's how we're supposed so, to do it. Write your memoir. Uh huh. Take care of yourself. Uh huh. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for at least thirty days. For at least thirty days. Set realistic goals. Uh huh. Get your inscribe me thirty day planner. That's exactly what's called. <laughs> and catch us on SoundCloud. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh-huh. And email us at, at flywithusla fly at gmail.com. Don't forget to email us how you're setting your goals for 2020 to be entered into our contest, to be given away um, a self-care prize pack on January 1st, 2020. We've been getting some great emails. Yes, so This have. is going to be extremely, extremely exciting. And if you want to get a glimpse of what goes down in the gift bags, 
Holla at your girl, Bobby Watkins. Bobby Watkins, Tasia Loninger. But, the, but, but they're not going to be able to tell you what's in there because um, Our Lady Bounce is the best gift, gift giver ever. And we know she did not quit this time. Either she's going even harder. Yeah. <laughs> and they're different every time. <laughs> every so, single time. That's amazing. So um, I am a slate. And I'm Lady Bounce. And we out of here. Peace. <laughs>